I've got the biggest pop festival there's ever been, and you've never heard of it! I've got a dirty helmet. I don't think I want to know <laughs> what's going to happen in today's <laughs> podcast. Where we take things that occurred on this day in history and put them against each other. Yes, we do. He's Jake Yap. I'm Nat Tapley. And together we have trawled through all of the events that have happened all through time to find ones that are important, entertaining, or just will pass the time before we inevitably die. Joining us in today's list of terrible events is Lizzie Roper. Oh, it's hot today, isn't it? It's, it's mm, very close. close, isn't it? Close, close yeah. very close. Oh, it's, yeah. got, it's got right up me. I've got oh. properly hilary bellocks. No, <laughs> that's what nobody says. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to take us to the 28th of July, 1939. Um... To the land of Edith Pretty. Edith Pretty was the daughter of a wealthy Yorkshire industrialist. In the First World War, she'd worked as a Red Cross nurse in France. Uh, and when her father died, she inherited £500,000, which is roughly 15 to £20 million today. Ka-ching! Uh, she then married Frank Pitty, Pretty as soon as her father was dead. She married him in 1926, 25 years after he first asked her. Um, and they bought 526 acres of Essex wilderness in... or Suffolk <gasps> wilderness in Sutton Hoo. Um, she had a son uh, in 1930, at the age of 47. Um, her husband, Frank Pretty, died very shortly after they were married. He'd waited, she'd waited far too long essentially, to marry him for him to get any marriage out of it, really. He popped his gogs, and so then she sort of wandered around her 526 acres, going, there are lots of lumpy bits here. I wonder what's under there. I wonder what's under there. So she went and asked a local Suffolk archaeologist, Basil Brown, if he would come and dig them all up. So he did. And he found an enormous ship burial, and he found... I'm sorry, what? Who... <laughs> ship burial. Ship burial. Yeah. And a helmet My name is in not that burial. ship burial. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which we think is the helmet of Redwall. This is the finest Anglo-Saxon helmet we have ever found. Thank you. Not that we've found that many. We only have six of them because they tend to get squashed when you bury them underground. And then we don't recognise. We go, what's that? Uh, and we think it's a bucket, <laughs> Some generally. sandwiches, yeah. <laughs> yeah, mm. don't know. Looks rubbish. So on this day... Oh, on no, it's funny, July, if they get squashed that easily, they can't have been very good helmets. No. I mean, it, I wouldn't have trusted it to be stand up against someone clubbing you around the head with anything particularly vicious because it was made of gold a lot of it it was guilty it was guilt it was a very it was more a showing off helmet than a don't beat me around the head helmet yeah uh, it has a moustache on which is pretty good it's got eye holes moustache um uh-huh. and we think it's king redwald but we don't really know he was because he's the only 7th century king we know of who was rich enough to own something like that um and that's it really he's we found it on today in 1939 Scintillating. Thank you. <laughs> it was, oh, she gave it to the British Museum. Uh, it was fair. They said, oh, the, how nice. The yes. tro- Treasure Trove Committee said, no, that's yours, Edith Pretty. And she said, no, no, give it to the, I'll give it to the British Museum. And it was the largest and still is the largest donation by a living uh, person, donor. Yeah, well, she didn't hand over her £500,000, though, did she? No. Just some bit of touch she found in the no. ground. Who cares about the touch? Give me the money. Mm, yeah. <laughs> right. Well, I've got a largest thing that's much better than your largest thing. Oh, All right. Uh. Yeah, well then, thank you. I would like, please, if I may, to take you to the 28th of July, 1973, where my mother is smoking heavily, awaiting my birth just three months <laughs> later. 
nice little skinny baby. It'll slip out yeah, easy. Yeah, it just fell out. She nice coughed and I flew across the room. baby. Uh, but where she is not is at the Summer Jam at Watkins Glen. Have you ever heard of that? No. Oh, Watkins Glen. No. No. <laughs> it was a rock festival. And what? do you know what? Hmm. It was in the Guinness Book of World Records for the largest audience at a pop festival ever. What? And we've what? never heard of it. Well, up until 1973. Well, I'm just yeah. saying, I don't know now. I don't know now. I haven't had time. I haven't got time. <laughs> Hang on. Woodstock. I'm very busy. I'm doing all Woods- sorts of things. Woodstock was massive. <laughs> Washing clothes. Yeah, but. Oh, Not as right. big as Watney's Gap or whatever it's called. <laughs> <laughs> Watney's Gap. Uh, yes. Woodstock audience, you made me do this. You <laughs> made four hundred thousand. You got at Woodstock, yeah. And how many? Yeah. Six hundred thousand. That's fifty percent more. What? And where is Watkins Glen? Uh, you know, it's just near. Uh, mm. It's in New York State, I believe. Oh, okay. Oh. Uh, it was at the Watkins Glen Grand Prix Raceway, <laughs> and. They saw the Allman Brothers band, the Grateful Dead, and oh the yeah, band, oh yeah, they had a, they had a good time. So the idea was that these bands showed up and they would do a set, but then they would literally kind of all jam together and have a great time, rather like mm. an extended Jules Holland without Jules Holland. <laughs> well, that's oh, the best the kind. Yeah, that's, that's, that's like, better. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> um. And it all went really, really well, apart from the skydiver um, who was doing a big sort of aerobatic show, oh, uh, no. sort of skydiving down into the oh, uh, no. arena. And um, the flare he was using caught fire to a suit and he sort of died. But apart from that, it was really, really good. hang on, he died in the uh, air. He died, <laughs> he floated down on fire and dead. Um, y- y- yeah. Oh. Well, he was found in some woods near the site. So a barbecue oh. underneath an umbrella. It's not It's not a pretty picture. No. And for but, that, uh, points will be deducted. OK, that's fine. But there were loads of vampires. See you. <laughs> and uh, so what they realised was that for um, basically one in every 350 people across the United States was in that arena on what? that day. That's yeah. absurd. Naked and ripped off their tits on God knows what. <laughs> Monkey glands. <laughs> Maybe showing you're... each other their hairy bits. I know what you young the people hilarious do. Bellocks. <laughs> hilarious bellocks. Hilarious bellocks. <laughs> <laughs> muff uh, to muff. Thank you very much, Lizzie. Let's We're all do drunk. Birthdays. Except Nat. <laughs> Happy birthday to Beatrix Potter, born this day in 1866. Who could forget her lovely stories of Lester Slidely, the estate agent fox, Fenella <laughs> Clutterwagon, the enthusiastic badger, Marmaduke Nutsack, the friendly squirrel, Sebastian Tallywacker, the grumpy tadpole, Simon Armitage, the alcoholic cat, Clementine <laughs> Butt Burglar, the matronly salamander, and a series of erotic choose-your-own-adventure novels. Happy birthday, Beatrix Potter. She and was ha- bonkers, wasn't she? She, yeah, like, she, was she did all dissecting of animals when she was a kid and weird stuff. Mm. Nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it. <laughs> I think it was one of those remote not. Lake District families who all live with their siblings till they're very old. Dissect them. Yeah. Happy death day <laughs> to... I love that you can't lie all the dead. <laughs> <laughs> also, she was a racist. Yeah. <laughs> 
Happy Death Day to... In fact, anyone who's in the Death Days, we can just libel them completely. The Happy famous Death Day racist, to, go on. <laughs> to famous racist Francis Crick. Um, he won the Nobel Prize for Medicine with James Watson and Morris Wilkins for discovering the double helix structure of DNA. But they just nicked it off Rosalind Franklin, who had done all the experiments to prove it. And because she they didn't were get racist. A Nobel Prize because they were racist, and they probably did some murders as well. And sexist. Uh, <laughs> And sexist, yes. Francis Crick said, Christianity may be okay between consenting adults in private, but should not be taught to children. Also, I hate everyone who's not my (laughs) colour. Fact. Check it. Google it. Uh, And that's the death day. We're all glad he's dead. The racist Francis Crick. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't it be awful if a member of his family was listening? I very much doubt it. It would be (laughs) remarkable in many ways, wouldn't it? Yes, very odd. Very odd. Ah, right, you're in trouble. You're in trouble. Oh, what have we got? Yeah. Oh, hello, I'm Edith Pretty. Mm. I, I, wouldn't, I don't understand how a woman with £500,000 in 1939, no, in 1926, bothers, yeah. bothers getting married to a man because she has to hand all her money over then, doesn't she, in the 20s? Um, uh, I, I wouldn't. Don't, no, it's all right, she outlived him by ages anyway, yeah. so she got it yeah. all back. So, where are we then? <sighs> Yes, I did say I deduct a point, wouldn't I, for the um, floating barbecue. Mm. So, for that reason alone, today's winner <laughs> is the untoasted Edith Pretty and Nathaniel Tapley. Thank you very much. I would like to thank Edith. I would like to thank the helmet uh, in helping me achieve this 2-1 victory today. It's a victory for now, because we're back tomorrow. Oh, I'm going no. To yeah, it's a show. <laughs> Are we back tomorrow? Yes, you. Uh, when have we not yes. been back tomorrow since I November? Well then. You know, when you fall out of love with someone. <laughs> <laughs> See you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs>